Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and uh, welcome to this episode. Hope you guys are doing well. And in this episode, what I wanted to cover are the three A's of sales. And I actually heard this for the first time. I think it was, I was listening to another podcast. I want to say it was the Young Hustlers podcast, which is done by Grant Cardone and Jared Glant. And I want to say that Jared Glant, I believe this is where I heard it for the first time. I don't know where he got it from. But um, I'm going to use it here again because I think it's extremely valuable. And it's, I think it, it simplifies what it is that we as reps and what you as a rep can do or need to, um, can use to kind of diagnose if you're not getting the results that you want, just use this formula, the three A's. And the three A's are attitude, activity, and approach. Okay, the three A's are attitude, activity, and approach. And that covers essentially everything that you need to know about sales. Do you have a good attitude in sales? Number one. Number two, do you have high enough activity in sales? Are you making enough calls? Are you getting enough demos? Are you getting enough meetings? And three is the approach. How is your approach to sales? Do you know what you're doing? Are you able to speak fluently and quickly and Uh, Are you able to think on your feet about your product? Can you diagnose problems? Do you have a list of your always questions that you use in your discovery meetings to find out if you actually can solve a problem for the customer, if you can uh, uncover needs? Do you understand the sales process? All of those things, in my mind, are kind of bundled together in the approach. And that's where you really are looking at the skill set of sales. And so what I want to walk through is unpack this a little bit with you guys. Um, If you're in sales right now, and let's say you're not, maybe 2018 didn't go the way you want it to go, and you're trying to identify, all right, what do I need to do this year? What do I need to do differently this year to get the results that I want in sales? And so what I would say first and foremost is go right to this formula, the three A's, and you're going to start in order of importance, okay? The most important thing in sales is having a good attitude. You have to have a good attitude in whatever you do. You can have a really high uh, activity level. You can have a good approach. But if your attitude sucks, and when you go in front of the customer, you're bringing all the other baggage of life into that meeting, like there's there's a reason you're not getting the results you want. The majority of communication is nonverbal. We have good data, good research that's been out for a long time on that, that the majority of communication is nonverbal. And I'm telling you, if you are taking anything else that's going on in your life that could be negative, and you're bringing that into your sales career and into your sales interactions, and your attitude is suffering because of it, you're losing out big time. And that is number one, first and foremost. And so what I would tell you is you've got to find a way. Let me just be clear. Like everybody has problems right? Like everybody has shit going on in their life. 
Now you look at somebody and they may put a smiling face on and you don't know what they're going through, but you have no idea what they're going through. And in the same way, nobody knows what you're going through as well. Like you could be doing really well. You could be making hundreds of thousands of dollars in sales career and you could be, you could appear to have your shit together, but you might have internal battles that you're struggling with that are ruining your life. You could be totally unhappy. You could have brutal anxiety, right? Like nobody knows what somebody else is going through unless you're actually verbalizing it and telling you, you know, (laughs) spilling their heart out to you. That doesn't happen in sales and business. And so when you go meet with a customer, if you're bringing all of that into that sales meeting, into that sales interaction, you're going to ruin the conversation. Trust me, your customers don't want to listen to you bitch about your problems. Like everybody has problems. They have their own problems. Now they could be different problems and you could say, oh man, it would be nice to have their problems. But that doesn't really matter. Like we're here for results. We're not here for sympathy. In our job, it's all about results. We all have a quota. We all have expectations. Nobody really cares about what we have going on at home right, wrong, or indifferent. That's just the reality. And so what is it that you can do to improve your attitude every single day? You know, for, for me, one of the things I do, if I'm struggling or I don't, you know, I get in the car in the morning and I'm tired or I don't have the juice, I've got to turn on either a podcast that gets me motivated, or I got to turn on some music that gets me going and gets my blood flowing. Because once I get the blood flowing, then I can usually kick it into gear and I have a good attitude. I've got good motivation. You know, I'm in, I'm in a good mental state. And for some of you, that's probably getting a workout in in the morning, get the blood flowing. You know, I, I know certainly the mornings that I do get a workout in before I start working, it feels like my brain comes online like an hour earlier, right? <laughs> like if I don't get my workout in the morning or I don't get the blood flowing in the morning, it feels like my brain is really slow to get started. And so, I mean, if you have the time to do it, if you can do it, and granted, I can't do it every morning. I actually, the majority of the time, work out in the evenings, but I'm finding ways to get my brain going, to get my blood flowing in the morning so that I can get up and go and I'm not wasting hours in the morning. And it gives me a better attitude too. And so whatever that looks like for you, you've got to experiment with it. Try, Try different things. Maybe you already know. That's good. Start with that. Make sure that every morning you start with something that gets you going and gets you in a good mental state. You can't drag into your sales career any of the other problems that are going on in your life that are going to affect your attitude negatively because the customers are going to pick up on it. And believe me, they don't want to hear it. They don't care. It, it's just the reality. No, they don't care about the problems that you have. They, they care about the problems that they have that you can solve. And that's what you got to focus on. So number one, get your attitude in line first and foremost and have a positive attitude. That is the most important thing. If you, if you do have a good attitude, the next place to look is activity. That's number two. What is your activity? If, you're, if you've got a good attitude and you make five cold calls a day, <laughs> what are you doing? You you think that that's a good number to shoot for, right? Like, and let me back up a little bit. I'm not totally ignorant of the dynamic and I understand, I don't know exactly what your day-to-day looks like. You know, if you're a surgical sales rep, you may have days that are full of being in the operating room and you just have to be in the operating room. So it's not like you have time to go cold call on customers or to make phone call, phone calls to customers. But I would say that you do have downtime between cases, usually, unless you're running multiple, multiple rooms with multiple surgeons, you're going to have some downtime between cases 
to make your follow-up calls, your follow-up emails, to, you know, leave the center and go call on a couple of places and then come back, right? You've got to look at your activity level. If you're not getting the results that you want, you got to look at your activity level and say, what am I not doing? What do my actual numbers look like every day? And if you're not tracking that, you're going to lie to yourself. Like, <laughs> you know, I forget. I think it was a philosopher. Uh, I'm going to blank on, I, I don't remember the name. But it was, it was a guy that said, you know, the easiest person, uh, how did he say it? Uh, the last thing you want to do is fool yourself and you're the easiest person to fool. Something like that. And what that really means is if you're not actually tracking the number of sales calls you're making every day or the number of meetings that you're getting or the number of product demos that you're getting, you're going to overinflate the numbers if you're just thinking about it. You're going to think, oh yeah, no, I, oh, I think I did like 25 calls yesterday. I think I did 25 follow-up calls or emails or you're going to look back and you're going to overinflate those numbers every time. And it's going to give you false data and false security that your activity level is, is as high as it should be. And so you've got to track that. If you've got a good activity, sorry, if you've got a good attitude and you don't have high enough activity, you've got to bump that up. Just focus on making more calls. Just focus on getting more meetings. Just focus on getting more lunches. Just see how many times per day you can get a new product in the hand of a surgeon. You know, if you're at a hospital, if you're at a surgery center and you're covering cases all day, where are your demos? Do you not have a demo in your back pocket? Like just hand it to a surgeon. Surgeons love looking at products. They, they love putting their hands on new products. They're most of the time like little gadget guys or gals. They like, oh, what is this? Oh, let me see that. How does that work? Even if they don't use it, it gets, it gets their mind running and it gets them used to having discussions about product with you. And so take advantage of the time that you have each and every day to increase your activity level. And so then what I would say is if you've got a good act, attitude and if you have good activity, you have to look at your approach then. Like it could be that you just have a bad approach. If you've got high activity and you've got a good attitude, but you're not getting the results that you want, there's something that you don't know. There's a blind spot for you. And I think the best way that I can recommend you address your approach is twofold. Number one, take video of yourself practicing your pitch or practicing a sales conversation with, with somebody. Like I know that I've done it and I don't, let me say, I don't recommend this. I would, I would recommend you do it, do it at home. But if you have time in the car, like get a little magnet thing for your, for your dashboard, turn your, turn your camera on, put it on selfie mode and start taking a video. And while you're driving, practice saying your pitch, practice having a conversation about a product. You know, if you're, if you're not big on pitching a product, if you don't want to, you know, if you're not into the 30 second pitch or you don't think that that's relevant for what you do, at some level, you're having a conversation with a customer about your product. So just have that conversation. It could be a five minute conversation to yourself. And what you're going to identify is that there's probably something that you're not realizing you do that you're struggling with and that your customers are picking up on. Either you sound nervous, you stumble over your words. When they ask you a question, you don't answer confidently. Um, they don't have trust in you because you're not actually asking them the right questions to tell them you actually know what you're talking about. Like one of the biggest things that you can do to gain confidence and trust in customers is to ask them relevant questions that tell them, yes, I know what you're going through. I understand what you're thinking about when you're discussing or you're processing using my product over somebody else's. 
if you're asking the right questions, your customers are going to pick up on the fact that you know what you're doing and you know what you're talking about. And so when you look at your approach, if you've got the good ad attitude, you've got good activity, the last thing you have to do is look at your approach and figure out what you're doing right or wrong. Do you have a sales process in place? You know, what we use for the medical sales certification program is a five-step sales process. You know, you have a cold call, you have a discovery meeting, you have a presentation, you have a proposal, and you have a close or an evaluation, right? It's a five-step sales process. And you need to be tracking your opportunities through that sales process. If I've got somebody in a, in a demo meeting coming up or I do the demo with them, can I get them to a proposal? Can I get them to an evaluation? Can I get them to try the product? If they, you know, if I put their, the product in their hands in surgery, how can I get them to a Sawbones demo? How can I bring in a Sawbones next time they're in surgery so that they can try it on that and get a better feeling for how it actually works, right? You've got to look at your sales process. If you don't have an outline sales process, again, that's part of the approach that you've got to improve on. Your sales are going to get better if you put in the time and the work to work your sales process. You've got to look at all the different things that go into, I would say, skill sets of being a rep and being good at sales. You know, one of the things that we do in this uh, medical sales certification program is we walk you through improving your approach, right? Like that, that online program is really not a whole lot about attitude, not a whole lot about activity. It's more about approach because that's, I think, a little bit more nuanced and I think a little bit more difficult for people to improve on. Like there's some people that get it, that kind of have it naturally, but there's a lot of other people who they could have a good act attitude. They could, they could have good activity, but they struggle with the approach. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know the question to ask. What part of the sales process am I at? How do I go make a cold call? How do I follow up with the customer? What do I say in the email? All of those things are combined or part of the approach. And so if you've got good activity, attitude, if you've got a good activity, high activity, you've got to look at your approach. And if your approach isn't great, like find something, find a way to get better at the approach and you're going to improve in your sales. So use that three, the three A's, kind of that formula to analyze what 2019 is going to look like for you. And as you look back on 2018, if there are areas where you didn't get the results that you want in sales, really be honest with yourself. You've got to have some honest self-analysis here, right? You've got to be realistic about what you're good at and what you're not good at. Don't fool yourself here. If you haven't had a good attitude because, you know, I don't know, you, you, you and your girlfriend broke up and so you struggled and, you know, for like four months out of the year, you had a bad attitude and you were, you struggled to put that behind you. I don't know what it is, but if you had a bad attitude, find a way to improve it. Do what you need to do to get yourself in the right mindset each and every day. If your activity wasn't high enough, be honest with yourself about that and then look and say, okay, what can I, how can I get more done in the same amount of time? How can I make more calls? How can I make more follow-up calls? If you've got high activity, you've got a good attitude, then look at where can I get better in my sales process? Where can I get better in my discovery questions? Where can I get better at closing? How can I get better at addressing the features and benefits and then closing on each one of those along the way? Right. And so that's what, you know, that's what we are putting together at the medical sales certification program. Really, it's it's an online free program where we walk you through really primarily just the approach in sales. So do you know what you're talking about? You know, if you're in surgical sales, do you know the anatomy? Do you know the physiology? Do you know rotator cuff repair? Do you know ACL reconstruction? Do you know the products? Can you talk about the procedure? 
Do you know why you would drill line to line with the BTV graft versus maybe not for another graft? You know, do you like there's so many nuanced questions there that once you begin improving in those areas and you develop your knowledge and your skill set, like your sales are going to improve. And so trust that process, trust that formula, use that to analyze 2018 and game plan your 2019 approach, right? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.